0: back, and this is Keith Price, SiriusXM OutCube, backstage skinny, and I am at the Press Junket for Primary Stages' upcoming production, a new play called Informed Consent, and I am now talking to two of the actors in the show, Miss Myra Lucretia Taylor, who I'm living for with these earrings, but that's another story, (laughs) (laughs) and Jesse J. Perez. How are you guys doing? Good? Hey. Gotta hold it up. (laughs) We're doing good. You're doing good? Okay, so, so far, this production, I've spoken to the woman of color who's directing. I've spoken to the Native American who's also performing in this piece. I've seen Asian American. I've seen a white girl. And now I see the two of you. (laughs) (laughs) It's like I got a sister and another brother because I'm, I'm, you know, all Latinos to me are brothers. So that's how we're going to go. Coming into this piece, where we're talking about Native Americans. What kinds of biases did you two bring into this particular show about what you thought about Native Americans versus what you've been learning since you've been doing this experience?
1: Oh, well, there's a line in the play where one of the characters says, Native Americans, and uh, Delena's character says, American, that's your word, mm. or Native. Mm. And the idea You know, this is kind of plays into my, what I've been thinking lately. Uh, We've had lots of discussions about race and this play will interrogate that idea. I believe there's one race, the human race, we've talked about this, but racism is quite real. Uh, This is also in the play that we have 0.1% difference between all people on earth. So we're all related. So we need to all just take a breath Uh, embrace the family but then step back and say okay there may be some things about you that I assumed I don't know so it's not even about cultural sensitivity we can start at a place of let's just say I'm culturally ignorant about what's going on with you Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna sit back let you tell me let you tell me what you want me to know and that's your story and I'm gonna respect you family how about you Jesse?
2: yeah I just feel like you know there's a lot to learn about every culture and I feel like we just have to respect in a way and see that everybody has their space in the world and that you know people's beliefs and ideas about where they come from who they are where they're headed are their own business you know and in a way this story brings that to me I mean I'm a you know I'm Mexican American and I'm in this business and it's tough you know, and, you know, I, I tell people, you know, I'm, I'm an American actor. That's what I am. Yeah. So when I go into a room, that's what I'm thinking.
0: A classically trained American actor. Classically Just, trained hello. American. Hello. <laughs> let's, let's toss, this, very, let's toss it, honey. true. Yeah, I could Thank Shakespeare you. All, and all right. You know? But, yeah,
2: it's that thing, you know, where I, I went to school for it. I trained for it. I studied for it. It's been part of my life. So I'm part of this fabric. I'm American. And I go out there, and when I audition for things, that's the way I see myself. So when they slap me in the face and say, hey, Latino, or hey, can you add an accent to that, that's surprising to me now. Really? You know? Yeah. I mean, you know, I've used it for my TV work, but I've also not used it. And when people respect me as me, it's when I do my best work. Wow.
0: Jesse J. Perez and Myra Lucretia Taylor here with me on Backstage Skinny. Talking about the play informed consent, and looking and having a conversation about culture because we are all sitting here in this room this this whole piece again, I find it very fascinating because um, so far on the theatrical stage, like I was just telling um, the director earlier, Lisel earlier, about how the Native American energy that we have seen on stage really for me has only been any get your gun mm. and so as we start moving forward and we're starting to, to look at how theater has changed or is changing, it should be constantly changing, why do you think it took so long for some, a story like this to actually make it to the stage?
1: I think we're in a, uh, this is a good time in American history. I'm gonna use that word again. We are interrogating a lot of the assumptions we had, assuming that we knew everybody's story you know you've seen uh say westerns so you think that that's what the native population is all about but i think we're we're at a time and this is a young country but we're at a time when we're kind of opening our vision we're we're seeing more of the family we're available to it we're able to accept it now right Wow.
0: You know, it's so funny you say that because I I just was, when I was clicking around doing all of my research for other things, I ran across this picture of uh, the president of the United States, our current president is on his way to Oklahoma. And there was a moment where the protests outside were a bunch of people holding Confederate flags. Now, we're talking about history, and we're talking about understanding culture. You know, and I guess this is a great question to ask both of you, because especially you, Ms. Myra. when you talk about something, like, you know, the latest conversations have been about whitewashing the history and whitewashing what has happened. Um, do you think that getting rid of something like a Confederate flag helps the conversation move forward about what we're doing and what we're, how we're living?
1: Absolutely, because people are starting to get to the truth. That's what I mean by interrogating. So people who, God bless them, said, this is part of my heritage, this is Southern heritage, because we had this issue around the Confederate flag, people had to re-examine that and say, well, no, that flag hasn't been flying since, you know. So education. Mm-hmm. So when you look at these things that we have all assumed to be true, and we say, well, no, I don't really understand that. Someone has to break that down for me, or someone mm-hmm. says to you, "No, well, this is what that means. And once that happened, once people said, did you know that this is what this means? That mm-hmm. this represents treason and the right to keep people enslaved for your own profit and benefit. Is that really what you want to stand behind? And then, doggone it, you get amazing speeches like you had in the, the well of the, the South Carolina Senate with that woman saying, mm-hmm. I am a lifelong South Carolinian and a descendant of Jefferson Davis,
2: but enough. Wow.
0: It's, is, is that what it's going to take, do you think? Yeah, you know.
2: I, think, I think it's about education, you know, I, I think, you know, it, it, we're at a point right now where it's, it's so palpable that the American theater should be reflecting these stories, that the American theater should take a risk and start trusting these new plays and these new playwrights that are coming with saying some difficult things and complicated ideas that... I think the American mind space right now is ready to take it in.
0: Well, now for you, both of you being trained the way that you have been in the theater, do you see the theater as being the answer to getting closer to the roots of these these problems
2: and these issues? Well, I think when you go to the theater, it's an immediate experience. And you see human bodies on stage. And sometimes, even though they're not telling your story, you can connect with the story because it's universal. I mean, our story, like you said, is about a tribe in the Grand Canyon. But I think it brings up way bigger questions than that, you know, and in a specific way in 90 minutes. And these aren't answered, but I think that's where we're at. Let's ask the damn questions. (laughs) Don't assume shit. You know, the second you start assuming about people, that's when you've crossed the line already. You know, just stand back, give people their space, and listen.
0: That's Jesse J. Perez, admirer Lucretia Taylor here with me on the Backstage Skinny, SiriusXM, OutQ. We're talking about Informed Consent, which opens August 4th for previews. The official opening is August 18th, and it runs until, I believe it's September 13th. And this is one of those shows, again, I've said this before about a lot of the different things that I've seen over the, the past, I guess the past few years, especially since I've been doing this particular type of show is that you will be surprised how you will get slapped in the face with some reality from the theater. Oh, yeah. Some, some, like, I saw a show once where I re- literally saw somebody get slapped on the <laughs> stage with the reality and the truth of what was happening in that scenario. And I think that this piece is going to be very interesting because it's a conversation that's not yet been had on a stage. And so, again... As I said to all of you who are probably listening now, that coming to New York is not just about Broadway. Off-Broadway has things. They're doing what theater should be doing. And I think that this particular play, Informed Consent, is going to be the one of those shows that people are going to be talking about for a while. So I thank both of you for spending time with me here. And y'all better, again, get your behinds up to New York City. If you're coming to see shows, put this show on your list of shows to see Informed Consent primary stages. And we'll be back.